This is Jade. And I'm Becky. And you're listening to How to Not Get Killed. Y'all ready for this? Oh my god. And I'm out. That was the episode. That was the intro. <laughs> um, yeah. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? How y'all feeling? How, how's every How's everyone doing? I mean, I, I'm talking. We'll give everybody. you some space to speak back to yeah. us. I'll pause for a second. You can answer me. You're in your car. You're you're wherever. Just answer me. How if you're are not you? in your car and you're listening to a get podcast, the fuck in your car. You're actually psycho. <laughs> yeah, if you're just like in your cubicle or wherever listening to this, I applaud you. Anyways, let's let's get into it. So we got a couple new patrons to thank today and welcome to our cult of patrons. I don't even know what we're going to call you guys yet. I know we have yet to figure that out. So like by all means, since you guys are on our close friends thing, uh, feel free to give us some ideas of what you want our little thing to be called. Mm hmm. We want some cool names. We want some cool names for you guys because I don't like saying patrons. I don't know why it's like. Yeah, a mouthful. I'd like to come up with like some sort of group name. Yeah, something good, something good. So, speaking of our patrons, welcome, Aaron. Thank you for joining. We love you. You're great. You're awesome. You're cool. I've chatted with you. You're a great person. You're you're fucking cool, man. Welcome, Diane. You're also fucking cool. You're pretty cool too. Yeah. Thank you. We no no less than Aaron. That's for sure. No, basically anybody who joins, you're cool in my books. You could be a serial killer. You're cool in my books. You're cool in my... You know what? You join our page. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. I don't, I don't even care, care what you do. I'll vouch for you. I'll I'll help you bury the body. I'll do it. I'll do it. Thank you for joining. That's how dedicated we are to, you know, you guys. Yeah. So thank you. And while we're at it, we might as well just like say hello to Morgan again. Hello, Morgan. How you doing, Morgan? Thank you. Thank you to all of you guys. You guys are awesome. You are the reason why we're able to do this. A hundred percent. So, yeah, as you can probably see from the title of today's episode, we're putting the Cecil Hotel on hold just for like one more episode at least. Um, Yeah, sorry, guys. It just needs a little bit more fine tuning. There's a lot more to it than what we thought. And we just want to make sure it's really well done. And we hope to both be able to like give some info on it rather than just one person running it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, So that's coming up. Don't worry um yeah so and then like all of our patrons of course i'm still figuring out how to do it so that you guys actually do get the episodes early as promised but i suck but we're gonna do it i'm gonna do it we're gonna figure it out i'm gonna figure it out i'll do it it's a little bit of work but you know we're doing it we're doing it i know i pretend to be like super tech savvy but like when i go and try and do this stuff i'm just like i fucking give up i'm gonna just hit up Google. i don't even know how you figure it out yeah i don't know i don't know I i'm like yeah we're giving sleep. our patreons all this stuff and then i'm like can't like, wait cool 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 yeah <laughs> don't know how to good. do it <laughs> you're just like along for the ride you son of a bitch <laughs> um any other business you need to attend to uh yeah a little, a little bit okay a little bit um yeah this episode's gonna be like considered somewhat of a mini but as I'm saying that, it's probably going to be like 17 hours long. I'm always like, this is going to We're going to get in a heated discussion. and Oh, 100%. I'm always like, oh, this one's going to be so short. I promise, Jade. We're only going to be recording I know, like I have 15 to, minutes. I have to drive home and then, you know, 40-minute drive later, wake up at 7 a.m. We're going to be finishing around 12 once we finish arguing <laughs> about everything. Yeah, that's, that's basically what happens. So first... I want to ask you, Jade, and, and you listeners as well, to just ponder for a second. What do you think is the main difference between a psychopath and a sociopath? Or is there one? Uh, <laughs> just dead air crickets? Uh, like You could probably hear my, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Like, if you could just take a guess, what do you think? Okay, if 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 I were to take a guess, a psycho- You can be wrong. I'll make fun of you, but you can be wrong. See, but like I don't even know I don't know the difference. I don't even know what like the socio would define and what the psycho would define. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like psycho, okay, yeah, psycho crazy. That's in, mm-hmm. in my book, psycho okay. crazy. Okay. 
or like what do you mean by crazy out out your mind out your mind your your, your mind just your mind crazy um socio don't you dare don't you dare she's whipping out her phone i just want to see like she's trying to sound super smart and she's gonna like google it quick and be like yeah so anyways i really just think it's this yeah okay so i was like when i hear no 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 Hear me out, because mm-hmm. I was just making sure what I was about to say wasn't the stupidest thing on earth. Mm-hmm. Socio, like that ab- abbreviation, I don't know the word. Oh, no, my God. The beginning <laughs> to that word, sociopath. <laughs> it's origins. Uh, yeah. Come from. <laughs> well, so like socio is so social. So I don't know. I mean, the only difference from my uneducated guess here is just like socio is more of a social type thing. And psycho is more of a mental thing. That's the only thing I can. You give know what? You. I'll take it. Yeah. If, that's, if that's the way your logic is looking at it, it's it's close. It's good. Just looking at the word itself. The words, but there's yeah. a lot of words out there that have words within them like that that actually do not relate to it at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So you, you did good. So hit us with it, Becky. All right. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try really hard to make this not like I'm fucking lecturing everybody, but. Like, I'm just passionate about psychology, understanding personality and analyzing behavior. Like, I legitimately obsess over finding out exactly, like, why people do the things that they do. Everyone has, like, a different coding to some degree, like a personal code of ethics. In like, the way I see it is it's almost like a personal barcode, if you will, of, like, what makes you you and why you act a certain way, why we say things, why we do things. Okay obviously like a lot of what we do is learned behavior and a lot of it's just like naturally ingrained in us you know the whole like nature versus nurture conversation the good old-fashioned good stuff so yeah i basically just find it super fascinating to fully break it down and why people do the shit that they do i study the hell out of this i'm also like quite literally getting my degree in behavioral psychology and analysis so i'm like on my way to unlocking the answers of the universe if you ask me and all of the other students in your program also feel the exact same <laughs> And way. they're all like, shut up, Becky. That's not even what we do. <laughs> um, no, but I, I just, yeah. So this is this is my shit. This is my fucking territory. Like, this is like the kind of thing, like when I see like someone do this and like people be like, oh, that person's so stupid. I'm like, well, actually, if you analyze what happened to them in their third grade, you know, show and tell, this is why this They're happens show and now. Tell. Like, <laughs> I find a reason for everything. So let's get into it. What makes up a psychopath and a sociopath? What are the differences and what are the similarities? That's what we're going to like really go over here is what makes them different and what makes them the same. Okay. The reason why I wanted to cover this topic like so early on in the show is because going forward, we're going to be talking about like a lot of cult leaders, a lot of psychopaths, a lot of serial killers, a lot of sociopaths. And I want to do our due diligence and also have our like listeners know the differences so that they can make educated, I don't know, guesses and like input on, on each case we tell, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because this is just like something that kind of like infuriates me for literally like no reason other than just like my own super large ego when it comes to like people getting this wrong. (laughs) Yes. Because like, in the true crime world, you're going to hear it a lot in podcasts, shows, movies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, where they'll be like, oh, so-and-so was a psychopath and that's why he did this. And it's like, well, no, actually, like he was a sociopath and like lumping one into the other category isn't right. It's kind of like saying like, oh, you have schizophrenia when it's actually, literally like misdiagnosing someone. Yeah, 100%. Like, and it's just like, it's also one of Labeling. those things too, like. Yeah, it's just labeling. Like you're throwing around a word that you don't fully understand just because you think you understand the just meaning of it. Just because it's such a common word used right. without even educated things behind it. Like, do you know what I mean? People call people sociopaths or psychopaths when they're acting crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, It's know. so easy to just like toss that around. And like I find more common actually, like and I'm sure you agree with this, like in the podcast that we listen to, almost every episode they'll be like, oh yeah, true sociopath right there. And like me and my like tacos, like literally you about to knock your mic over. butthole <laughs> running against my mic. Um, but yeah, like they'll do it all the time. Like all of the podcasts will do it where they'll be like, oh yeah, wow, true sociopath right there. Or like people will say it on like a daily basis. So, like whenever someone does yeah. like 
something remotely selfish. And it's like, eh, you don't understand what sociopath means clearly. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it gets thrown around quite a bit. So I'm going to just jump right into it. I'm going to do it. Go crazy. All right. I'm going to go fucking crazy. Get ready. I'm just here to learn. I know you are. Lecture me. I'm not even going like, to speak in this. I'm not a co You're like already falling asleep. I'm a student. <laughs> I'm just listening. You got your notebook out and your pen. All right. So in order to be classified as a psychopath or a sociopath, it applies to both. The person first will present as having antisocial disorder. Okay. It might go undiagnosed in their youth or unnoticed or untreated or uncared for, really. But essentially, youth is the prime time to intervene with someone who has antisocial disorder and help the prevention of it progressing into psychopathy or sociopathy. So you got to, like, intervene at youth. That's why, like, whenever, like, I don't know, whenever I talk about true crime with, like, friends or family and they, like, don't understand, like, why we like talking about this stuff, I'm like, well, like, if you analyze their history... There was a time that it could have been stopped. It it's it likely it seems that way with a lot. Um, I, I feel like not to say it's common sense because maybe it's not, but maybe just because we're so invested into this world of things, it just seems that likely to prevent a lot of these disorders or me- you know what I mean, men- mental health diseases or s- yeah. stuff like that. It's you can intervene when they're young, when they're impressionable. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's a when your brain is still developing, yeah. but once it's developed, like she done, <laughs> she gone, she, she gone. gone. That's it. Like <laughs> set in stone. You have a certain amount of time to, you know, instill yeah. as much as you can and go with that. Once that cuts off. Before I move on, though, I do want to clarify that if someone has antisocial disorder, it does not mean explicitly that they will definitely become a, so- a psychopath or a sociopath. Good clarification. Because I, I know like as soon as I said that, in, people yes. were probably like, well, I have antisocial disorder and I'm not a psychopath. They're like, or a am sociopath. I a psychopath? They're, they're no. on Mayo Clinic. Am I? They're like, oh my God, am, am I? A I? Psycho I feel or like sociopath? if you're asking yourself if you're a psychopath, like you're not. <laughs> you're not. That's actually so true. You're not. I, if, that's that's me if though. If you think you are, you're probably you're not. Probably not. If you wouldn't you think know about it. Here, actually, let me rephrase that. If you're sitting there thinking you are and you're worried about being one, you're not. Yeah. But if you're sitting there thinking you are one and you don't feel any one way about it, you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me though. I'm not. I'm not qualified to and diagnose anybody. I am a psychopath. And diagnosed. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to make sure, like, people knew that just because. In order to be a psychopath or a sociopath, you have to have antisocial disorder. It doesn't work the other way. Right. So you can have antisocial disorder and you can just go on and live like a perfectly great life. It'll stop there. You can have a normal, happy, healthy life. Antisocial disorder does come with, you know, it's downfalls, but it's it's manageable. Mm-hmm. It certainly is manageable. Like everything is, correct? Yeah. So. Um, something I'm not like entirely sure on the facts behind, and this is something like I'm I'm gonna look into because I've never been able to find it, but I'm sure I'm sure there's got to be like a one in a million case out there that this has happened. Probably not, but I I don't know. You never know, right? Spit is, it out, Junior. <laughs> I know, I'm like like really backstorying this here, but is whether or not there's ever been a diagnosed psychopath or sociopath who did not have antisocial disorder okay that i'm curious about because it's almost like explicitly like and i feel like people might get mixed up if you have antisocial disorder it doesn't mean that you can't appear social too do you know what i mean i'm about to explain okay i would i was just gonna say because i feel like people are like oh think of all the cocky ass you know cocky is actually a trait that's used in the dsm to describe antisocial disorder okay it's it's yep. used in there that it sometimes can appear as someone has like a really large ego yes exactly i i short formed it though so that we're not sitting here talking for i could go on for like hours uh, yeah. about antisocial disorder because yeah. there's a lot about it it's just funny because when you hear antisocial a lot of people think of Shy. introverted traits yeah. But most of the time, it can appear as overly extroverted or even as we heard, what yeah. was it, sir? What was it that I was explaining about the Jeshwind syndrome when they like overcompensate, they over talk? Was it like oh, circum- I can't remember what you said. circumstance? 
Oh, shit. Now I can't remember. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's, it's just yeah. interesting because I think a lot of the people generally don't know that. Yeah. That these, these you know, antisocial traits come across as sometimes very outgoing traits. Yeah. Very but it's compensating yet, and coping, so. essentially. Anyway. Exactly. So antisocial disorder falls under the cluster B of personality disorders. Here's a super shortened gloss over of the diagnostic criteria for antisocial disorder. A, pervasive pattern of disregard for and violation of the rights of others occurring since the age of 15 years, as indicated by three or more of the following traits. I'll list the traits and this goes under category A. So you kind of have to have three or more of these traits under this category to be diagnosed, and then I'll list the other two things afterwards. Failure to conform to social norms, kind of like rule-breaking or law-breaking. Sounds like a cool person so far. Yeah. Well, a lot of them, independently, you're kind of like, oh, every teenager. Yeah. Like, independently, alone. But, the, yeah, I guess the key is multiple of yeah. those consistently. Yeah, and that's the thing is it's like when you lump them into three or more of these the, and it's also like a consistency thing, then that's when it's kind of like, oh, we have some red flags here. Deceitfulness, repeated lying, use of aliases or conning others for personal profit or pleasure. That's one. Impulsivity or what's listed as like the failure of being able to plan ahead. Like okay. I you. actually think I might have antisocial dis like in all seriousness, yeah. I'm not afraid to admit this. I have more than those and I'm sure you can agree. There's with a it. few more. I mean the next one. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to irritability. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I feel attacked right now. <laughs> um, aggressiveness, irritability and aggressiveness are together. Yep. This one this does not apply to you. So there there are things on here where you're like, no, that's certainly not me. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, because I know everyone's probably like, oh my God, holy shit, that's me. But it's like, no, like they all have to go hand in hand and they all like right. have to be extremely consistent where it's like on a daily basis, this is your fucking life every single day. Not yeah. like, oh, oops, you lied to somebody once. Yeah. Um, the next one is the reckless disregard for safety of self or others. So I think sometimes people have like a hard time understanding that one it's something like okay maybe you're in a car with a friend and they're someone who doesn't seem to like care a lot about like the feelings of others and maybe they start driving super recklessly and even though everyone's like screaming and begging them to stop like you're scaring us they might laugh and continue okay and like really like not just like oh he he we're speeding on the highway but like oh, we're going to fucking die in this car. Yeah. And it genuinely, purely seems like the person's like gaining enjoyment out of it. Right. Um, consistent irresponsibility. Um, so kind of like not being able to keep up on like, you know, your like agreements, like work yeah. schedule, school. Lack of school, responsibility, yeah. just like a general. Honor to find like honoring their financial obligations, stuff like that. Um, and Probably then, just ignoring it at that point. Yeah. Um, the next one is the lack of remorse, meaning they're either indifferent or they rationalize having hurt or mistreated or stolen from someone. Hmm. So they might do something where someone else gets hurt, either physically or like emotionally. And rather than like showing genuine like, oh, I, I feel bad. I shouldn't have done that. They'll sooner explain themselves or be like oh well i had like you know quickly jump to like their own defense defense yeah the next like category b is the person is at least 18 years old so i don't think they can actually diagnose someone having antisocial disorder prior to 18 i think it's um, i wonder if that has to do with like biological development i think so um i i do want to investigate that a little further i think they can start watching prior to 18 because it said like a lot of these have to present up uh, since age 15 so I think from age 15 to 18 is when they kind of like start like piling things together on like let's say a patient like they come in like with their family for support whatever and that's kind of when they get like the info going there is evidence of conduct disorder with the onset before age 15. I'm not going to go into conduct disorder because that's kind of separate. It's kind of just like the youth version, in my opinion, of antisocial disorder. Okay. 
uh, that's it's like that a whole sense. separate thing yeah okay. i just didn't want this to be like literally 18 yeah. hours long yeah maybe i'll touch on it one day it's maybe just like these signs appearing in a younger yeah. child no yeah i yeah it's it's different stuff but it's just kind of like the same things it just presents differently with youth with youth okay um and then the last is the occurrence of antisocial beha- behavior is not exclusively during the course of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder meaning that all of the like above listed things that we just talked about doesn't only happen during a phase of someone's life, let's say they have a diagnosis of schizophrenia or bipolar, those behavior traits aren't happening exclusively during like a schizophrenic episode. Right. Or a manic episode. Like it has to be something that happens all the time. Consistency is kind of the key with antisocial disorder. Yeah, it seems that way. Well, it's because those are really common traits for even like anxiety. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Or it's really common traits, but it's if those are consistent traits. Yeah, where it, it's your personality rather than like. Yeah, that's such a key word. Right. It's your personality it's versus your habits ingrained. or things that. Yeah. Exactly. Damn, so. that really put it into perspective for me. It's almost like it defines you rather than like. Oh, today I'm I'm experiencing my anxiety more, so I yeah. might be a little bit more irresponsible or whatever, irritable yeah. or angry. Yeah. yeah, you know. So it, that's that's where people like kind of get lost with psychology, and I think that's why a lot of like it's very fine line. Yeah, and it's like very fine line. A lot of disorders, like I feel like almost all of them have extremely similar qualities, but it's also about like time frames, consistency. How often does this happen? Like yeah, the latency between everything. Like it, there's a lot to consider factor in. Yeah. So that's, that's where I get like, damn, this is interesting. And then when you go and factor in trauma or anything else like that, it's just like, whoop game over. We're fucking into some serious shit now. So that's as summed up as I could make antisocial disorder. So that's that. So essentially, if things worsen during that time frame that I was just talking about uh, yeah. with someone that has antisocial disorder, and then you go and mix in possibly some traumatic experience, possibly drug or alcohol dependencies, basically any, any kind of like triggers that might set off like a specific chain of uh, reactions into movement the person is likely already well on their way to becoming either a psychopath or a sociopath. Hmm. Before I go and break down psychopath versus sociopath, I'm going to talk about like the two key differences because I think they're important and I think it relates beautifully to nature versus nurture. Oh. Psychological researchers believe that psychopaths are born And it's likely somewhat of a genetic predisposition. Hmm. Not necessarily meaning like, oh, my mom's a psychopath. I'm going to be a psychopath. It means more so that like your your actual genetic makeup and your epigenetic makeup, which that's a whole other fucking world I'll get into one day. But it's you kind of have that like base framework already there. If that makes sense. All you need is a little push. All you need is, yeah, essentially just like. Yeah, so essentially you were born. You're born. You're you're almost. Not to say born that way because I know that's a huge freaking. Yeah, it is. It's also a huge accusation. I know that people argue about, but like your your genetic makeup, like you said, sets you up pretty nicely that like there's a higher chance or possibility you would be one, correct? Yeah. Okay. Two, like I think with my understanding from the research that I've gone over like countless hours worth it kind of sounds like if you have that like biological makeup ready for you to be a psychopath there there's almost no escaping it almost but with sociopath you you might have more of a chance if that makes sense yes so the next key difference that my, I'll talk about. My keyword socio. <laughs> socio. Socio. <laughs> um, so the next point is just have, I have here, like, whereas like sociopaths are more of like a product of their environment. Okay. So I was onto something. You were, you were for sure. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I feel a little bit better about that. Yeah. That's why okay. I was like, you're there. It's just the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. 
it doesn't mean though like that psychopaths like can't or don't experience like trauma it like they can it just might like make their experiences worse it just means that like yeah with or without trauma like psychopaths are likely going to end up the way that they are sociopaths kind of need that trigger okay like they kind of need that like outside push of like abusive parents or whatever like it it just their like environment makes up more but it doesn't mean though that they also can't just turn out to be a sociopath regardless right in the presence of antisocial disorder right like they all kind of it gets confusing it all ties not ties into each other once again those fine lines right So now I'm going to talk about psychopaths and psychopaths only. The traits, what makes them who they are, how to tell them apart from sociopaths because that's where, like, I feel like most people... Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So psychopaths generally have a difficult time forming real emotional attachments, but they're rather skilled in forming artificial, shallow kind of relationships. They're, They're normally, like, intended more for show, Essentially, like it, it just kind of benefits the psychopath. Appearing outgoing, would yeah. you say? Oh, I'll get there. <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> um, psychopaths generally see the people in their lives as like pawns, is what I frequently heard while researching. Yeah. The people that they do form relationships with and surround themselves with are usually either to disguise their true selves or to use these people for personal gain. Um, they quite literally feel zero guilt if they hurt people close to them. They might be able to fake the guilt, but they certainly don't actually feel true remorse for their actions, especially if they've succeeded at whatever their goal was. Does that make sense? Yes. So would you then say all those, not all those, but a lot of those traits fall under narcissism? They can. Yeah. Okay. I think like a lot of like psychopaths and sociopaths have narcissistic personalities. Yeah. I think it all kind of goes like hand in hand, really. Okay. But again, that's like another thing where it's like a true narcissistic personality. Like that's a whole other fucking diagnosis yeah. to get in. Like there's just so much to cover, right? Um, what I meant by like that though is let's say the psychopath's goal was I'm going to murder five people. And they they succeed at that. They certainly will not feel remorse for murdering those five people if they've succeeded. Yeah. They might actually feel remorse if they don't succeed. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's weird. Like, the way they'll feel things is going to be very different. Yeah. Like, it's just very different. Generally, psychopaths are seen by the outside world as, like, super charming and trustworthy. They're usually that person where you're like, oh, there's just something about them. Like, I feel like I can tell them stuff. I feel like I can trust them. I feel like I can have a relationship with this person. They they usually draw you in. They might even open you up a little bit. You'll be comfortable around this person. That's the scary thing about a psychopath. we both psychopaths? (laughs) Here I am smiling at you like, ha, bitch. (laughs) Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) Just just, like describing myself. (laughs) People listening are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, they'll, They'll hold normal jobs, steady jobs. They might mm. work at the same place for mm. 35, 40 years. I swear to God, not that I fully can say I understand the difference between psychopath and sociopath, but oh, I'll get a that. lot of people like who are defined, whether it be right or not, as psychopaths yeah. always are like fucking outstanding at their jobs, it seems. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Or they'll like pass by very unnoticed where they're just like holding. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. because sociopath, like, I'll get into their traits yes, after, yes. and it's... I'm spoiling, it's, I'm spoiling. You're spoiling it. I'm jumping you're ahead. I'm it. just putting these connections yeah, together, Becky. God. I'm learning. Also, why are you itching so hard? You're making me itchy. Because I have a mosquito bite on my ankle, and mm. I have two beside each other, and you're I done. can't... I've literally folded that bana- banana, that bandana over my leggings because I was getting eaten alive while I was trying to change my oh tires. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Uh, speaking of banana, comment. like personal story here you know how obsessed oscar is with bananas right yeah. and how we made that joke about how for halloween this year we're gonna make him go as a banana yeah i went to PetSmart you today bought him a costume didn't you? they they fucking had banana costumes like i bought it you bought it i bought it 
I spent my hard-earned dollars on a banana costume for Oscar. Okay, wait. Before I leave tonight? I'll put it on him. But it is, it's one size too small. So when I like put it on him and showed Drew, he was like, no, he needs a size bigger. And we had like a genuine conversation about like Oscar's banana Oscar standing there in the banana suit while you guys are arguing about how he doesn't fit in it and if he fits in it. Oh my God. He, right away, I like couldn't control my laughter because there's like the peels coming out from like his head. It's so funny. I will post a picture of him when we have have the right size on the instagram page because he's the new mascot banana banana oscar he's you're you're our new our patrons are banana people banana people decided (laughs) no it's not oh my god uh where was i that's so funny sorry went on a tangent tangent about my dog wearing a banana costume (laughs) oh my god oh that would be great if like oscar went as a banana and like drew went as like an apple and like i go as a peach or something taco will go as a taco she doesn't fit into the fruit. No. Well, because she's too spicy. She's going to be she's a taco. Too spicy. She's going to be a spicy meatball. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they'll hold normal steady jobs. They'll have families. They'll have spouses. And it'll seem like a super loving home. It won't be questionable. Mm. Like there's, you won't know until later. So these are the type of people that when we talk about true crime cases where we'll be like, how did the wife not know? Probably because the spouse was a true psychopath. Okay. You won't know and you will refuse to believe it. You because know I mean? like their track record is because just so... Because they're so good at hiding it. Yeah. They're so much better at going undetected. They'll almost always appear well-educated. This is one that like I... When I was like going over this detail like in my research that I was like, that's really interesting because we've heard this a lot in a lot of cases um, of like a lot of criminals like growing up and like you find out like throughout their story that they're like self-taught or they never finished school, but they're so smart. Like, for example, like Ed Kemper. Yeah. He has like one of the highest IQs, what fucking in all of mankind, basically. (laughs) No, but... But he almost never went to school. Yeah. Like, think about it. He was, like, institutionalized at what age, until when, and then released into the world. But he's extremely, extremely intelligent. Like, so that's why I just, like, that was one of those, like, facts that stood out to me of, like, oh, interesting. Like, so the... I even, yeah, yeah. just not even to go off on this, but it's, I feel like that's a very prominent... Uh, trait that mm-hmm. I notice in people where they aren't actually the most educated people but come across highly educated yeah. and they they share along with that trait many of those other traits right like I yeah. don't know whether it be tied to antisocial disorder or something mm-hmm. like that but I feel like in my head something that stands out for psychopath is that yeah that 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 speaking so prim and proper and educated, yeah. which is, yeah. They they might have like never even finished school, but you'd have I no question idea. people like that. I really do. Yeah. Where they just like, they have a way of sounding really, yeah. really educated. Yeah. And you're like, they're good with words. drop out in grade 10? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Or the, yeah, I don't know. Um, so the one thing that sets a psychopath apart from being a sociopath in my eyes personally is how specifically when a psychopath engages in criminal behavior, they will strategically plan their activity in such a way that it'll minimize any possible risk. The They'll also likely have multiple plans in place for all possible outcomes, and they're far less likely to get caught. Okay. So, like, think of all the serial killers that As you do know. Say, so think about your serial killers, then. The ones that have, like, a long list of... I, Okay, mine is BTK because, like, holy fuck, that was just luck. <laughs> he wanted to be found so badly that they didn't find him. I don't He's know. Also, I fucking hate, I just hate him. Dennis. He's so, ew. Like, but he, he in my eyes, would, I don't know, with, with how hard he wanted to get found is questionable. But I think that speaks more to his, like, ego. Yes. Trait no, of I, antisocial I mean, disorder where it's, like, he was doing that purely. For but he them. was highly planned prior to them. He so. was extremely yes. well planned. His first murder was a fucking 
mess that was not planned but yeah. i think i i feel like that was just like his first time actually putting into motion like panic and i feel like he had this grand old plan but then it just all went to shit because yeah the circumstances were different and weren't according to his plan that he had set exactly and as well that also speaks to the trait of when you said that it goes undetected by family well his family exactly so that they had no idea and like even his daughter still to like this day like almost was like he was a great father to me and that's the thing is he was able to go home and separate like btk from daddy dennis yeah (laughs) so it's like no i hated that (laughs) i know i hated it too i'm sorry (laughs) but honestly fuck him he's i like i know we'll probably cover him at some point yeah i don't want to though because of how much he sucks assholes i just don't like giving him the creds (laughs) yeah i don't want to give him cred fuck him not that he's gonna be like yeah i'm on the super popular podcast it's really cool podcast but yeah but honestly fuck but we don't give him creds (laughs) yeah just like straight up fuck him but he does in my eyes kind of fall under the category of psychopath so let's move on to sociopath okay let's fucking do it like i said before researchers believe that sociopaths tend to be more of like a product of their environment so with the presence of antisocial disorder along with like childhood trauma their upbringing being raised in like maybe like a abusive household whether that be like physically or emotionally or just like simply any kind of trauma like it might not even be necessarily like the parents fault it might be like a sexual assault that took place outside of the family like Mm or or inside the family like there needs to be some kind of like trauma throughout the childhood right some kind of like negative upbringing even if it's not like extreme do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like, oh, they were beat senselessly every single day. It could be something as simple as, like, uh, you you have, like, that, like, what's the word? Overbearing parent that, you know, is constantly picking on, like, your weight or your friends or you're too quiet or you they're constantly picking at you and trying to change you. And like over time that just like wears away at you and you like grow this resentment. Like it might be something simple like that, that just like alters you. That builds freaking motive to become crazy. Right. But then you still also have to have like the antisocial aspect of things. Right. Right. Like, so in contrast to psychopaths who appear like cool, calm, you know, calm as a cucumber, if you will, and collected sociopaths will be way more impulsive and erratic. Mm they'll have a much harder time forming attachments, even artificial ones. They'll often have like a long history of like failed relationships, move from one person to the next, or they'll like cut friends in and out really quick and easy. Like you're my new friend. Oh, you know what? You said this out, you know, like people that change over their friends really quickly and like, don't feel bad about it where they're just like, nope, onto the next or relationships onto the next stuff like that. Like it'll be very like, not genuine obviously they're a sociopath so um so sociopaths can however form their own type of attachments to like-minded people Mm. so i i took a turn obviously like here we go into cults yeah (laughs) yes literally i was like oh like-minded people but that's really that's really interesting yeah so i think that's something I want to explore once we start doing ooh, like. Ooh, question, question. Yes, Jade. Yes, yes, you. Before we forget to yeah. say it, do you think then that couples who kill are sociopaths? Are sociopaths? Yes. Ah, oh! I. Yes and no. I think it depends on the couple. Uh, also, like, because think of Moira and what's his face. Think of. Um, oh, I just listened to um the one about. Catherine and David Bernie. Yep. 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 She's fucked. Yep. Mm, remind me quick of their, where was their story? Who did Aus- they? Australia, I believe. Oh, yep. 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 Um, I, I have like a whole thing about like female male dynamic killer couple yeah. duos because, and I get like. I find they're all really similar. They are. And a lot of it is obviously centered around like rape or sexual assault and it's like a, yeah a whole like sexual sadist like backing behind it but it's like i don't know i i get like 
I want to I want to do like a whole like episode like going over the different like killer couples that would because be like neat. I find them super interesting, but I also get angry because like the women in them all do the thing where they're like he made me and they like usually they get, get off scotch free yeah. and it's just like no fuck your little bitch ass. Yeah. You're just as much a part of this. You just know how to manipulate people yeah. back to you. <laughs> if anything, you're worse. You're like, trying to play your little yeah. card there. Right. 2021, bitch. Yeah. Equality. No longer. <laughs> but yeah, so I, that's like a whole other thing I want to go into and like. Okay. Yeah. That, that was just. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious if that was going to fall into the sociopath. Yeah. But that's I, like back to before I was saying like they will like find like minded people. So what I want to start like exploring when I do like my cult research, which I've done a lot of already because mm-hmm. cults fascinate the fuck out of me. Um, I think that's why it's really easier, like easy for like cult leaders to like draw people in and have like that, like almost like that hierarchy of like a pyramid scheme where like they're the leader. They have like their like right hand people. They'll have a couple of close people. Like the people closest to them are also sociopaths maybe. And like, they just kind of like feed off of each other's like-minded ideas. Right. And it just like spirals. That's why I think too, like surrounding yourself with people who agree with you no matter what is dangerous. This is. I feel like I never surround myself with people who agree with me. Think about like friends though sometimes. You know, where it's just like sometimes there's like that friend that'll just like agree with you constantly and it, it almost makes things worse for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like to me, I'm just like you don't have your own opinion. This yes. is ingenuine. Yeah, so I I think like yeah the the friend groups because like you'll see it a lot, and I think you know what I mean. Like where you can like visualize other friend groups where all they do is just like reassure each other constantly. Yes, which is not. I think that's a I dangerous think that's toxic. thing. Yeah, I think that's dangerous. You're feeding into one another's like false ideologies of like what the world is like. Mm-hmm. I want to be surrounded by people that like sure agree with me often. Agree with on, me on if they things. actually genuinely agree with me. And if they don't agree with me, then they can understand yeah. my perspective and put themselves in your shoes, but have a, their own opinion. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, uh, thankfully, like, I'm fortunate enough that, like, all of my best friends, like, they'll agree with me on, like, important things, but they're also not afraid to be like, Becky, I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. And here's why. And we can have a mature discussion about it. Yeah. That's also why I fucking love Drew, because, like, we have those conversations, like, once a day. Where, like, I'll say something that he deems controversial and then he'll be like, actually, you're wrong. And then he'll, like, call me out or vice versa. Like, I think it's good to, like, yeah. not surround yourself all the time by people that are, like, super like-minded. Because then you're constantly learning. I swear yeah. this world is based around learning. Don't even open me up onto yeah. this. But it's the constant cycle yeah. of learning that's, like, yeah. builds you as a person. now obviously yeah you can agree with people like i'm not saying go out and start disagreeing with everybody literally disagree with every single person that you know or you're not good in our books (laughs) but or at least like if you do agree with something someone's saying like challenge it like open it up for further discussion Mm -hmm. "Mm, i totally totally because then it's just like now you're just an empty shell fuck you just shallow that's just me so aggressive this is why we have no friends i'm pretty sure yeah this is why my friends are like i'm busy we're limited to friends here because of these (laughs) we just just overthink this shit i'm like yeah don't surround yourself by like-minded people i'm like standing in the bathroom talking to myself in the mirror (laughs) in the mirror (laughs) i'm like yeah totally (laughs) um so moving on they won't be able to hold down long-term jobs or present much of a normal life really so they might have a job but they might, you know, do it for a couple months, move on, get bored, spice it up, do this. They're kind of more like fleeing, really. They just seem like cowards to me. Yeah, I think they like, I don't know, they hide behind like this weird broken mask. I don't know. It's yeah. just such a weird. They can't handle, they can't handle responsibility or mm-hmm. like keeping their shit in check. It's got to like change or if something's wrong, they're the first ones to dip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting. Like, it's very, it's different, but there's also, like, still, like, a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Like, um, in comparison to psychopaths, they'll become agitated and angered way more easily. Like, I'm a sociopath, yeah, everyone. And, I'm the and most they'll, irritable person ever. <laughs> it's so true. You really are. I'm so irritable. It's fricked. Yeah. Like, especially, like, when you, like, lived here, like, it was like walking on eggshells like you know yeah, i'm like, a very irritable person 
you're I would actually I I don't know. I'd say irritable. I don't think you're like an angry person, but like <laughs> you're someone who takes things personal. Like, well, really yeah, that's quickly. just like my high sense. Like I'm just like it's sensitivity. It's sensitivity. I like, actually I don't even think I'd call you like irritable. I think it's just like you're sensitive. No, I I I am irritable. I feel like <laughs> you're now, like no, bitch. <laughs> no, because I feel like it it has changed mm, okay. from sensitivity to irritability and uh, anger and i recognize she's it. a sociopath at guys, least i recognize it okay at true. least i can recognize it and catch myself when i'm doing it true or like when i'm doing it like you know significant other friends whatever yeah i catch myself being that way and i'm like okay okay chill out chill out yeah and you know what i have good enough friends that they'll put me in check oh yeah that's that's Danielle the holds best me back from screaming at cashiers <laughs> all the time yeah you're bad for that it's funny when people are rude to me like i'll Drew's like rip that their too. head off drew's like that too he has no problem like i used to be like mom oh my god stop or like oh my god, stop. apologize like someone would bump mom in the grocery store or mom <laughs> would bump them and she wouldn't say anything i'm like oh my god mom apologize someone touches me i literally give them the you fucking have like a knife in your dirtiest hand, like, look ever like what here. the fuck is your problem <laughs> i don't know i'm just an angry yeah. little person lately uh, this one time drew and i went to like a movie together and i was sitting like to his right and then to the right of me was like a couple Okay. And they wouldn't shut the fuck up. Like, they would not shut of the fuck up. Of course he said something. Good boy. I, like, leaned over and I was like, oh, my God. These people won't shut up. And then he was like, say something. And I was like, no, I have to sit beside them. And they were also, like, sketchy. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like, they were, like, like not to, like, judge people based on their appearances, but they were fucking sketchy. Like, I had a bad vibe. Yeah. I had a bad vibe. Yeah. So I was just like, no, I have to sit beside these people for the next, like, two and a half hours of this super long movie <laughs> we're seeing. And then so he was just like, okay, leans around me. And he's like, do you guys mind shutting the fuck up, please? And I literally was like, oh, my God. And the girl looked at me like, I will cut you. <laughs> like She like had this face like, as soon as you relax, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> I was just like, oh, As fine. soon as you stop tensing your neck, I'm going to yeah. kill you, bitch. Uh, I was on edge. And Drew's like sitting there like eating his popcorn all half oh, yeah. cheery after that. I was like, you fucking bitch. I think we get that from mom. Yeah. Like she she's cutthroat like that i don't know is she yes <laughs> you don't you don't think so but holy shit does this girl hold oh, her hold her so ground funny. she's funny she's an interesting person um let's do an episode breaking down my mom's freaking dear lord <laughs> don't even i i could go on another side tangent about her right now but maybe i'll save that for the next episode because oh this was God. a fucking hilarious conversation slash argument we had <laughs> And the whole time she was just like, he, 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 you know how she yes, like tries yes. to be all innocent during yes. things. And I literally was like, woman, listen to me, <laughs> like screaming. Oh my God. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know how my mother-in-law still even like looks me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, like when a sociopath engages in criminal activity, they'll do it in a much more impulsive manner. So they'll act on like urges. Mm. You know, whereas psychopaths will be like, Friday at 8 p.m. I strike. Sociopaths might be like, that's the person. Yeah. And, and act. They might plan a little bit, but they their act won't go as according to plan as a psychopath would. Okay. So they will plan. They'll have like some degree of like, I don't know, structure, but it's not as like rigid. But if something happens right time, right place or falls into yes. their lap, they're going to take advantage of that yes. and do it. That's also not to say that psychopaths won't act on that impulse as well. Yeah, they certainly will. But just it has a bit more to be strategic. I feel. A, a psychopath will consider their own self-preservation if mm. they're going to act on impulse, whereas a sociopath wouldn't. They would just act on impulse and just think, well, I don't care. Yeah. Whereas a psychopath might be like, well, I want to make sure I can do this again next week. I'm going to do it right. Do you like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so there is that difference there they literally have that like yeah willpower to be like okay yeah the they'll be like I, I'm, yeah. I'm able to act on my impulse but i have to clean up after i have to do this yeah. i have to follow a checklist a code kind of like dexter yeah dexter's like i think now textbook textbook psychopath yeah because he's able to maintain relationships like yeah i never thought about dexter until right this second yeah <laughs> that makes sense to me makes sense yeah, he follows his code and like lives by it. All of his relationships too. Yeah, 
I just like he, there are a few relationships but yes, at the same time but like just think about like his work relationships and stuff like that like it's just all like and th- and whenever everyone finds out they're all in like utter shock mm-hmm. oh him no oh, way fuck, i don't watch dexter <laughs> i know i'm gonna watch it over again the new season comes out in the fall shit marathon Rewatching it all <laughs> i'm so excited fuck literally can't wait i'm like giggling with excitement oh right my now. gosh <laughs> um yeah so sociopaths they'll they'll have like much less regard for their own self-preservation so mm-hmm. they won't like worry about risk and consequences they'll just do it just for like the sake of doing it so i could go into like a whole other like sociopathy and how it like shows in childhood i'm, I'm not gonna because i've already kind of covered that with antisocial mm-hmm but yeah, what do you think is more dangerous? More dangerous? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a fucking. What do you good think is more question. dangerous? This is the fun question I was saving for Psychopaths. you. Psychopaths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? I I think it depends. Yes, I think that's also like a very. I yeah I you can't I can't determine which one because there are a lot of similarities I can't de- help you determine but I think what not to say scares me the most but what should be labeled as very concerning is that like sociopaths are more impulsive therefore I think that their minds could be changed at the drop of a hat mm-hmm. too so they're, and they're easier to catch they're easier to catch yes they could like I feel like they could be easily swindled out of it. They could like as much as they're good at manipulating, they can be easily manipulated themselves. That's how Possibly. I feel. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Just based on like Yeah. what you've presented to me, I feel like it's definitely possible. Anyway. Yeah. I think psychopaths are a bit more uh a bit more scary in the sense that they're more planned, strategic. They go under they go under the radar. They go unnoticed for years because they have literally like n- not to say no feelings. That's not true. They hold relationships. It's possible. But they are pretty empty. But they can just live two separate lives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're so strategic. They're, they plan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's how I feel. I just and even in my head as you're reading me these definitions i'm in my head placing all these killers in whether they're a sociopath or whether they're a psychopath and it's like okay i think that in my list of people definitely psychopaths are a bit more i mean at least as who i defined in my head i'm like okay well yeah the serial killers fall into the yeah the psychopaths more it seems right yeah it's interesting damn man yeah so that was like a lot and that was like as summed up as I could yeah. humanly make it. Like I literally was like, okay, well, I have to cut out 45 pages of notes here. <laughs> like, Damn. Right? I, I think was, that's good. Yeah. So I was speaking with one of my friends who I had mentioned very early on that we were going to do this episode. And he had mentioned that he was like, dude, there's no fucking difference. Like huge There's no difference. There's a lot of similarities. Like you know, I was like describing a lot of the like more obvious things. Mm-hmm. I just got like the worst foot cramp. Like it's like locked into place. Happen. Oh my god! I'm call a fucking doctor. <laughs> um, like these are like the really exaggerated qualities. A hundred percent. So, but just to point out that there yeah. are differences. One. There may be a lot of similarities, but there are differences. Yeah. So that like, and and the thing too with the similarities that they hold it all kind of resorts back to their antisocial disorder. Mm-hmm. That's where their similarities lay. And then their differences lay in their diagnosis of whether they're a psychopath or a sociopath. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a branch. Literally. You know, those like quizzes you used to do in magazines as yeah. a little yeah. teeny bopper. Yes. Yes. And then, so you start out with antisocial disorder and you, you check off all the boxes. Yep. Boom. You're either just like, we should make that. Boom, either you're a psychopath or a sociopath. I'm going to make a quiz for y'all. It's going to be good. The little like maze. Yeah. But I'm going to make it look like it's from like J14 or whatever that like magazine was. (laughs) Like hearts. Yeah. And like like the questions are in hearts. Teen Crush or whatever it was called. Teen Crush. What what magazines did we read? I know I read J14 for sure. That was like my thing. I used to hoard magazines. It was a problem. I would like if mom bought me one of those magazines with like. Yeah. You know, all the celebrities on the front of it. Mm. Oh boy. I would read that thing till it was like 
crumbling in my hands and do the quizzes with my girlfriends and like I did the opposite what I I did the opposite of like I would I but this is me uh being a hoarder meets my OCD which is like a very serious thing yes very concerning I I would buy I would go once a month to Costco I would buy the new Cosmo I that so I don't know if they still have this I'm not gonna go and find out because if I do find out I'm gonna get suckered back into that old routine but it used to be that on the spine that like let's say if you got all the way from January to to December yeah that on the spine of them it would be like a picture of like Zac Efron or like some hot celebrity and it would just be like on the side and it would be like you line them up on the shelf yes so I would go I'd like gently flip through it I would never crack the spine all the way that's why a lot of my books are in pristine condition you're psychopath because I'm insane (laughs) um so I would keep the spine perfect because I didn't want to like you know ripple some someone's abs or something and ruin my viewing pleasure of course and I'd line them all up and I would leave them there and I'd be like that's my year's work right there it's a little insight into my mind. People are you like, are and done listening. And I have decided you are a psychopath. <laughs> One million percent. I feel you would be more psychopath and I would be more soci- sociopath. 100%. I feel. Oh, that was one of the questions I was going to ask. Sorry. I know. You ruined it. Well, we went off on the tangent. You know what? We'll do it again. People will forget by next week anyways, hopefully. Well, They'll never forget this. Wait, you? were you going to put that in our next episode? Yeah, the would you rather. Oh. Mm. How are you going to turn that into a would you rather? Would you rather be? Yeah. But I was going to ask you, would you rather be a I'd rather be a psychopath, but I know that I would be a sociopath. (laughs) I was literally hoping you would say that and be like, no, 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 woman. (laughs) I was going to correct you and be like, you're just a hot fucking mess. (laughs) You were not a sociopath. You were literally just a hot mess. Fine. I'll skip that question then next time. Damn. I know. That was a good question. You're reading my mind like a lot this episode. In in this episode, Mm. I've been like jumping ahead. You've, You've gotten more intelligent, it seems. I'm just I'm kidding. I, that's I just me. Just that's feeding, me fluffing my ego. I'm feeding. Oh my god! I'm feeding off the information you're giving you're me. You're welcome. You're welcome. It was some good, good information. Good Watch thing. this. It's gonna be like our worst episode. People can be like, we hated that. Then be like, why did why? You know what? Even if you guys hated this, I fucking love doing it. Yeah. This is something I'm passionate about. So at least pretend Honestly, like, to be I happy. I enjoyed that. I'm so I I always like go home and give the rundown of the episode. I get so excited. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So that that was, you know, psychopath versus sociopath. Yeah. Let us know what you guys thought. I've got a couple things to go over just before we Ooh, I forgot up. to put in the intro oh, yes, as ahead. well. Yeah. Um I just wanted to mention that for privacy reasons, my name will be and has been removed from everything. Like images and titles and stuff. And social media. Um, so if you need to contact or reach out, just reach out through How to Not Get Killed. Um, only on our platforms. Only on, yeah, only on the platforms. But I'm still obviously a co-host, yep. but it's just, I'm, my name's just not going to be on there. Yep. Uh, and I'm just not going to be tied to it as far as like, you know. The public eye sees. Yeah. So um, if you, for whatever reason, have any reason that you want to be like, I don't know, in direct contact with Jay, just get in touch with like our, our following linkages and it'll likely... Honestly, not. Fuck you. You guys don't need to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Jay's not even cool. Like, don't talk to her. <laughs> Literally um, don't talk to me. No, but just like if you do need to get in touch, just know it'll likely be me responding. But I do yeah. share all of this information with Jade. She's, yeah, she is relayed. still extremely involved. She's mm-hmm. not like going anywhere. It's just for privacy and personal reasons, we can't have her name on stuff right now. That's all. Uh, That's it. Yeah. What did you did you have to go over anything? Yep. I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to this episode because it was a real passion project of mine. Um, yeah, that was a you know honestly like. Round of applause. That was a really good episode. Thank you. I didn't even stop to drink water this time. I know. Look at us. I know. I'm like parched, but it's okay. Um, so no, obviously, if you're listening, you already have the episode. Our next episode, though, is a fun one that we've had input from our patrons and listeners. Uh, so you're going to want to keep your ears popped and ready for that one when it comes out. Um, hoping to have that one out sometime next week, early in the week. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you posted on Instagram, though, about that. Um, Patreon, I want to talk about that again real briefly. If you want to suggest episodes, sign up to become a patron. In all three tiers, you'll have access to um, a private email account that I'm still setting up, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, For patrons only, where you can email us cases you'd like to hear us cover. And if you're one of our VIP little bitch asses, 
then you get the ultimate control and you get to vote over which case we'll be doing from our patron recommended cases. Woo! That's pretty cool. So do it. Sign up. Be super cool. Join our cult of extremely cool people who love true crime. Have a say in what we do. Simple yeah. as that. Tell us what you want us to do. Yeah, we'll like, do we'll it. We'll do it. We'll freaking do it. Drew was like, oh, you guys should have a separate tier where it's like Jade shaves her head for $700 or something. That is so funny. That is hilarious. Right? Wow. Great joke. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. (laughs) But I think that would be pretty good. I thought of another funny one that would be good only around Halloween if we happen to be in Florida. But um, I wanted to do like a tier where it's like for X amount of dollars donated to the, the podcast, you get to take Jade into a haunted house because surprise guys jade fucking sucks in haunted houses okay, i don't suck they just attack me even if i walk with the most fucking confidence you in suck. there they literally just they're like oh this one's gonna get it like meanwhile me and you're behind you like pointing at attack- you <laughs> i know it's I'm like they always come after me i don't know what you guys are fucking pointing no at you're me. the worst because your you body pay- moves before you think and it's like, remember you had that like backpack that you were like literally physically <laughs> assaulting us with. And even though we were like, Jade, do you want us to take that backpack? Clearly you cannot fucking handle it. Because you were like, no, I need it. Of my exactly. back because I, don't, I feel naked without it when these people are rubbing up on me and trying you. to kill me. So that was my fun idea for that. Anyway, that is so, so worth it. Um, like, let's just post that shit on YouTube, man. It is. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to send you in uh, like to like a really scary haunted house alone with a GoPro. By I don't know if I actually could do that. Like you would probably need to pay me. To but be- I think if patrons, well, patron, okay, I yeah, think if patrons were like paying top dollar, they'd be like, um, yeah, she yeah needs if there to go was in. incentive of pay, like, <laughs> fuck it. I can just like turn my emotions off and just black it out. Oh, like a true sociopath. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> just going to black it out of my memory because it is so traumatizing for me. So basically, if you want to like look forward to extra fun stuff like that, oh go to patreon.com slash how to not get killed, sign up and be real cool with us. Um, yeah, as usual, if we ever get anything wrong in an episode and you just want to like chat and connect with us, you can send us an email to how to not get killed at gmail.com or DM us or comment on our posts on Instagram at how to not get killed. Um, I'm also working on a website to launch hopefully soon where we'll throw up some cool merch once we get that sorted out, possibly. Yeah. That's probably still a long time coming. Um, But also, I just wanted to talk about something. We need a little bit more support before we can start doing that. Well, I thought of something cool. Uh, You didn't answer my text as usual about this, but I think this is cool. I think I missed it. I kind of want to do it as more of like a giveaway just to like, Mm. or, or like another like Patreon perk. Um, as most of you already know, I'm an extremely avid knitter. Um, so I was playing around with the idea of whipping up some custom how to not get killed beanies. And guys, listen, I know this is going to sound ridiculous because how good can a beanie get? It gets that good. It gets that like, good. Becky's hats I make are actually beanie. the best fitting hats. <laughs> I fucking can't wear hats. My head is the weirdest shape ever. It's small. Your it's head? My head. I have an Adam Sandler head. Well, literally, that's the perfect head if you ask me. Honestly, Adam Sandler, though. <laughs> Adam Sandler can come knock on my yeah. door in his basketball shorts and his X- triple XL t shirts. Quadruple XL t shirts when he's like probably his a greasy, medium. sweaty <laughs> like, forehead from freaking, uh, what was that? Gems one? What? Oh, I never, I, ha- I still haven't watched it. What was it called? What was it called? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Fuck. It was mm. really good. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Another movie where Adam Sandler casts himself with a fucking 12 out of 10 woman. 12 out of 10. Like he always casts himself with like literally women where it's like, there's no fucking way. Even his own wife. I'm like, there's no fucking way. No fucking (laughs) way. But yeah. So. Guess he's funny. um, So back to my hats. Like. (laughs) How did that happen? Becky's hats are the best. Continue. Yep. Um, Yeah. So I just wanted to do that. Basically. I guess that was it. Yeah, maybe we can mess around with putting yeah. up a logo on the hat or something. Yeah. I, I did also, I wanted to play around the idea too, once we have a website, if we are doing merch. And this is something like I want feedback from, from our listeners and whatnot. Um, something I do on like my own like knitting website is I'll um, donate like a portion of like my, my proceeds to a charity or organization in need. I'd like that to be the case for us through like our patreon donations as well as our 
soon to be website yeah income is that i i do want like it to go towards like a good organization so if if you're listening and you're like i know the perfect organization that you guys should eventually donate your like proceeds to like a portion of it email me like i i like hearing this like the last time i asked for suggestions for like my own other website like i got a lot of really good feedback of course all of that's Mm -hmm. like lost in dms now but like yeah email us and like let us know where you want to see your money go basically aside from helping us get equipment (laughs) helping boone eat food no boone is no no i i'm I'm putting my foot down (laughs) so basically that's that's this episode yeah that's pretty much it so basically keep keep it sleazy guys sleazy and until next time yeah peace out thanks for listening easy dog Thank you.